And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Thursday, August 27th, and it is, yeah, the, the end of the summer. Some of you might be preparing to get your kids back to school. Others will be preparing to continue your homeschooling. I feel bad for everybody. So that said, let's get to your questions. If you have a financial question, send an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. If you're on our website, all you have to do is hit the contact button. It's in the upper right-hand corner, jillonmoney.com. There you can do so many fun things like sign up for our free weekly newsletter or buy my book or watch me on television or listen to previous programs, whatever you need. It's all there on the website. Let's do your questions. Here is Jeff writing. Here's the subject. Turning my nerdy hobby into a side gig. Oh, I love this. Hi, Jill. I love your podcast. What a wonderful public service you're doing for all of us during these crazy times. I have an unusual question for you. I'm 35, single, debt-free, maxing out my 401k, Roth IRA, and HSA. I make most of my income as a full-time W-2 employee. But on the side, I've been experimenting with a new nerdy type of cryptocurrency mining. I bought this crypto mining machine last year. Since then, the price of the currency it produces has increased five times. If things continue this way, I will have made at least 10 grand this year. I know I'll need to pay taxes on my earnings. I wonder if I could somehow convert this hobby into a side gig. That way I could sock away even more money into one of those self-employed retirement accounts. What's the easiest way to get started? I abhor complexity. I want to avoid setting up a trust or an S-corp or an LLC. It seems like a waste of money if I'm only making 10 grand. Ideally, I would set up a simple or a SEP. Thanks so much for all you do for us do-it-yourself personal finance geeks. I don't think you can do this, my man. Sorry, Jeff. This is an investment. It is not a business. So uh, I think you're just stuck with knowing that, hey, I made a bunch of money. So if you don't like complexity, you know, when you pass go, you can collect your $200 or your 10 grand. Okay. Don writes, I'm 68. My thrift savings plan is sending funds into a rollover traditional IRA, my credit union. What is the CARES Act implication and or IRS tax implication if I withdraw funds out of this rollover account. Okay. From the IRS's point of view, you are over the age of 59 and a half. So if you take money out, there will be a tax due. But if you are actually impacted negatively by coronavirus 
and you claim the coronavirus retirement distribution, the tax that would be due can be spread evenly over three years. That's the implication. If you don't need this money, please don't take it out. It would be far better for you to keep it where it is. That's my cautionary tale for you. Okay. Hi, Jill. This is from Big John. Hi, Jill. I have some savings bonds. They're 30 years, the so three to four years to full maturity. Will it be okay to cash out now? Here's the deal. Whatever you cash out, you are going to have to pay tax on. And the reason is that the way that bonds work, savings bonds work, if you buy it for 100 and it grows to 200, that $100 growth, it's not appreciation. It's actually interest that is accruing. So it's taxable income to you. So you can redeem them, but it will you'll have to pay taxes. And if they're still paying interest, it might be better to keep them because they're probably paying higher interest than you can get than you could get anywhere else. Let's let's keep it simple. If you don't need the money, maybe don't do it unless you're doing it because maybe you're in a lower tax bracket this year than you would be next year. But otherwise, doesn't make a ton of sense. Okay, next up is Maria who writes, I love your show. My question is whether I should refinance to a 15-year or 30-year mortgage. Okay, here we go. Maria says is 61 years old. Current mortgage is 30-year it's at 5%, so way higher than what you could get now. But there's 20 years left on it. There's an approximate balance of about $200,000. Okay. At a rate of 2.53% for my 15 years, my current payment would remain unchanged. I realized that I would save a lot of interest over the life of the loan and shorten it by five years. I would be about 75 years old when that came to fruition. With a 30-year loan, I will save $500 a month, which I would set aside for retirement, which I hope to do at least partially in the next few years. I have a limited pension and 401k to draw from in retirement. I'm not committed to living in the house for the rest of my years. Hmm. Please share your thoughts. Oh, this is a tough one, Mark. At first, I was inclined to say do 30-year because what the heck, save the money and have the cash flow for yourself. And since you're not committed to living in the house, I'm thinking, no, this is what I would consider. You got this house, you've got this balance. What are my alternatives in terms of what you could do in the future? When you say I'm not committed to living in the house, what would you consider doing? What's the idea here? Maybe now is a time to say, get out of the house and go to someplace that is different. I don't think you should refinance right now until we figure out what your game plan is going to be. Even that, I'm not convinced. All right. Well, I'm going to give you what Mark said. So Mark thinks that maybe the 15 is better for you because at least it knocks the five years off. I get that. If I knew you were staying in this house, then I would say do the 15. But I just really want to know what are my alternatives? What are the What are the choices here? Stay in the house, maybe yes, we would do a 15-year. If you're really not planning on staying in the house or convinced you're going to stay in the house, it's a, you're going to pay money for this refi without understanding when you will break even. You don't tell us, you know, like how long it will take you to recoup the money that it will cost to refinance. So maybe a little bit more information, we can help you out more. All right. Thanks for writing. And finally... Dennis says, a few weeks back, I heard you say that after taking a loss on the current year taxes, you can reduce your earnings on next year's taxes. 
I took a loss in 2019 for about $4,100. As a person who uses TurboTax, when and where does that go? And does TurboTax do that automatically? TurboTax should be able to automatically push that into the right category, right? So Mark says that he uses TurboTax. And as long as you use the loss in a, you know the next tax year, TurboTax will do this automatically for you. So uh, good for you to take a loss, though. That's always good. I like taking losses. Okay, that's it. That is the show. I can't believe it went by so fast today, Mark. So as always, just want to remind everybody that you should be washing your hands and wearing your masks and maintaining your physical distancing. And of course, of paramount importance to me is to do something nice for somebody else out there. I don't know. It could be a text. It could be a note. It could be knocking on your neighbor's door and leaving something nice there. Just check in on somebody. It's been a long go here. 2020, the Annis Horribilis, to quote Queen Elizabeth for all of us here. So let's try to be nice to each other. All right. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be in your feed tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm.